In 2021, there were more than 2.7 billion gamers worldwide. You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast episode 109. My name is Gareth Bray. I am your host and on my virtual left is Mr. Darren Edwards. How are you doing, Darren? Hello, I'm very well. Thanks, Gareth. How are you? I'm very good. I'm feeling Christmassy. Good. Yeah? How are you? You don't sound it. Yeah, not... Well, retail kind of grinds you down after a while in terms of Christmas. So if I don't see another mince pie in the next few weeks, I'll be a very happy man. Um, but we're on the final straight, so we're nearly there. Good. So only a few days till I can enjoy Christmas, which would be nice. Great. Good. And on my virtual right is Mr. Paul Renshaw. Hey, Dan, Paul. I am doing very well, thank you, Gareth. You look forward to Christmas? I, I- I am looking forward to Christmas. I have a ten-year-old son, so it's all—it's all about the kids, isn't it? So, yeah, he's—he's yeah, he's very excited. His list of things that we've sent off to Santa is about three and a half feet long. So, uh, yeah, hopefully he won't be too disappointed come the twenty-third. <laughs> what about you, Paul? What do you want? Will you get what you need? That's what all I'm I right? want for Christmas is world peace, Gareth. Good. I thought you were going to say you then. I'm so worried. <laughs> well, you know, that you're, you're second on the list. <laughs> um, and on my virtual opposite is someone who's come back after a long time away, like a sort of... From the dead. From the dead. <laughs> like a sort of pre-Santa with gifts, because he's got gifts for us. He's there for a reason. It's Mr. Neil Watton. How you doing, Neil? I've also got quite a white beard. Have you? Yeah, oh, so I could be Santa. You could be Santa. And, and many years ago, I was Santa. What do you mean? Well, when my, when my son was in um, preschool, I got cornered by the ladies that ran it and said, "Can you come in and be Santa for the day, please?" <laughs> do I have to? Uh, yeah, okay. Happy. But yeah, that's uh, yes. Yeah, oh. so I have been Santa. I like this. Really no, I'm good. good. Thank you very much. Um, and Neil's comes hot off the Xbox Hub press, and we're going to do Game of the Year. Um, we're doing this episode today. So we've got the Xbox Hub, official game of the year. Um, it's the top 11. And then we're going to go 11 down to 1. And these are the... Which year? Which year, did you say? <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd do 1997. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's we're the quiz all over again. We're in. Uh, 2021, hopefully. Um, and these are the... These are voted by the Xbox Hub reviewers. So, um, and these are the top top eleven. We're going to do that. We're going to get, we're going to go straight into it in a minute. But first of all, do you think it's been a good year for games, um, Darren? I'm going to ask you, too. Darren. Do you think it's been a good year for games? I think it's been a good year for indie developers um, because they've had a bit more space to breathe because the sheer amount of delays. Um, so I think for them it has been, but I think overall it has been a little disappointing because so many games have been delayed. But on the other hand, it's hard to complain because a lot of games have still been released, even though some of the big ones have been pushed back till next year. So overall, not too bad. Stronger for India, I'd say. Okay. Um, Paul? Um, Personally, I think it's been a very good 
year for games. I mean, there's been a lot of good games come out, games that I've really enjoyed playing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the indie stuff that's come out, there's been some surprisingly strong entries in that field. You know, when I first started out at the Xbox Hub many, many years ago, I wasn't a fan of an indie game. You know, it was all like AAA or nothing. But after reviewing these games and getting to to know them over the se- over this past few years, I can now really appreciate you know the work that goes into them and stuff. So yeah, I mean, like like Darren says, I think it's been a very good year for the indie devs. Mm. But there has been some big games as well that I've really enjoyed playing. Mm. Good, um, Neil. Is that fair to say? Did they to sum it up? That's very fair to say. Yeah, I think it's been a very good year. All in all, I'm I'm more concerned how we employed Paul when he said he didn't like indie games. <laughs> I, I did kind of sneak my way in on in false pretenses. Indie games, yeah. I love them, Neil. Can't get enough. Well, there are a few lies told in the initial email. Is that what it was? I can neither confirm come nor deny. <laughs> we won't go there. But no, overall, I think it's um. Well, I, I think the top ten or eleven games that we're going to talk about tonight um, prove that it has been. A pretty damn good year. I tell you what I think I've missed. Um, you know me, I say this every year. It's been a terrible year for games. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but looking at the list again and looking at all the things we chose, I, think, I tell you what I've missed this year. I've missed a sort of like a action adventure or an RPG game. You know, like a big open world. There hasn't been one of those, like, uh, unless I've missed something. Like an Assassin's Creed or like... Uh, like Horizon Zero Dawn, one of those big kind of adventures. It doesn't feel like it's been one of those ones, especially around Christmas time. I always get to this November time. I'm thinking, oh, over Christmas, I'll get, I'll start playing that again and put some more hours into it. I haven't really got that this year. But the thing is, you're you're an Ubisoft man, aren't you? And you're kind of used to them dropping a couple of games October, November time um, that you can get your teeth into, and that hasn't yeah. really happened, does it? This no, year, no, not this year, mm. no. But, you know, like you said, the indie stuff has been great. Played some brilliant games and also some unusual different ones. We're going to find out. So, Neil, you're going to be the one that's going to drip feed these. Uh, I would, if I had time, do some music before each one, but I can't do that. We'll pretend. Can we, can we have, like, Top of the Pops music? That's what I thought, yeah. That yeah. would be awesome. But the problem is, Paul, no one, no one remembers Top of the Pops except us. <laughs> That's the problem. Well, um, that's your job for the night, then, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no worries. For each one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear me sing. Trust me. So, who have we got first, Neil? Gonya, set us up. Um, well, just to put it all into a bit of context and how it works, it's not just us four that chooses every year. We've got what we've got a dozen, thirteen people in the team. Um, every year, around about early December, we start writing some lists. Um, everybody jots down their top 10 or so. We then rank them with kind of a Formula One style scoring system. So 25 points at the top, 118 for second, blah, 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 working their way down. Bring them all together. Somebody just broke something. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> we, we bring them all together in one list and that dictates our final top 10. Um, we've done the same thing since... 2014 I think um, and it's worked pretty well for us so we're just carrying on really and it's, it makes it easier um, difference being this year we've got 11 because 10th place is tied on the same amount of points and I suppose I could have dropped one of them but I think they both deserve it um, 
So, number 10, Paul, kick in, please. Uh, number 10, am I reading off the list here? No, 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 no you're doing the music. I have forgotten already. I don't, <sighs> yes, no. Oh, well, sorry. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah. in, a, in at number 10 or number 11, is this open world RPG that Gareth's not been playing this no, year it, and the one that he's been uh, looking forward to and then has completely dismissed, which is, bio, which is Biomutant. <laughs> um, talk to me about Biomutant, people. Um, I played this on the strength of your review that you did for the site, and Thanks. it was very good. Uh, the review was good, and the game was also good. Um, so yeah, I, it's open world, it's RPG, it's, uh, I particularly loved the, um, the language that was in the game, you know, the way that the narrator talks and everything. I thought that was very interesting. So, uh, story nicely, doesn't it? yeah, it does. It's very good. Um, so yeah. Anybody else play it? Um, I was going to play it and I said to Neil, what do you think? And Neil said, you won't like it. That was why I've never played it. <laughs> the, the, the problem is, I was playing this pre-release um, and got hold of it maybe a couple of weeks before launch. Played for it a lot. There were issues with cutscenes um, kind of not, uh, not, not translated properly and not really kind of syncing correctly. Uh, there were also problems with camera angles. <laughs> Some of the camera angles were really weird. They were it would just show a tree when there's meant to be a couple of people talking. Um, and that kind of knocked it down. I think I gave it a four out of five in the end. Um, yeah, four out of five in the end. Um, but on the flip side, the combat was brilliant. Like Paul's just said, the narration was superb. Anybody that's listened to this podcast will know that I couldn't give a damn about a story. But <laughs> it, it was good here. It was really good. And, and visually, it was, it's really vibrant. It's really colourful. Um, you can go wherever you want. And yeah, it was really good. But there were problems on launch. Whether they fixed it or not, I don't know. This was back in May, I think it released, mm. something like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, really good game, though. And Danny, you played it? Uh, no. So I was... It was on my list of many things to play, and I just haven't found the time for it, especially given what type of game it is. Um, it's it's one of those that I'm hoping to get to at some point, but I haven't made it yet. There's definitely a lot of hours you're going to have to throw into it. And that's what scares me. But... Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a five or ten hour game. It's, it's much bigger than that. Is there a lot of crafting in it, Neil? Have I got that in my head? Making weapons? There's, craft, there's crafting and kung fu and right. magic and stuff like that in it. Um, and the kung fu fighting... <laughs> Everybody was doing that, it, yeah. To follow your own. Should not said that. <laughs> but but yeah, the kung fu fighting was very very good. be a long night. Be a long night. So yeah, that came out. I mean, that's not. I can't believe that hasn't been on Game Pass yet. That would be coming in January. I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my money on it now. Because I'm always right about these things. Mystic uh, Garrus, there yeah, we go. January. <laughs> first. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how well it sold either. That's no. the problem. Um, but no, was, if you haven't played it and... Good. Yeah. Again, but, though, full full price title, 55 quid at launch. <laughs> I'm to, to throw down. So joint 10th yeah. by Mutant 
And what was it? Who was it with? Uh, that one was with Ghosts and Goblins, The Resurrected. Now, we have to throw straight to Paul for this one because I think Absolutely. it's probably on the back of his votes that this got into. How did this get? It's the, it's the great game. Um, it was, if I'm not 100% certain, if only James was here with all his stats, but I think it might have been my first five out of five review for the year. Um, cause it just took me right back to being 13 years old and sat in my bedroom playing on the mega drive. Um, it was fantastic. It was a brilliant, it wasn't a remaster. It was like a reimagining. There was, there was differences. Um, but the whole gameplay, the whole way that it flowed, the gameplay loop was fantastic. You know, picking up the different weapons and throwing them at all the enemies. It was yeah, it just took me right back to being a kid again, and I absolutely loved it. Oh, there you go, Paul. You sold me <laughs> again on this. Thing. There you go. Yeah. Is he still in his underpants, his boxer shorts? If He's... if you get hit enough, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyone else played that? Uh, I played it in 1985, yeah. whatever it was, but oh, I haven't played it since. It, it no. was hard then, wasn't it? When we had really good yeah. reflexes. I couldn't even still do it. still difficult, Paul, is that? It, it is still very difficult, yeah. But there are difficulty levels now, so you can turn it down. And there's also a co-op mode, which is also makes things a bit easier. So, Oh, okay. Does it double the enemies and stuff if you've got a partner, or is it the no, same? It, it didn't seem to. Um, and the... the the co-op partner for some reason gets to control like a, a ghost kind of character <laughs> and the ghost oh. can be like in three different forms. It can attack, it can defend you or it can turn itself into a platform if you're about to fall to your death. So if you've got somebody helping you, who's, who's good, like my, my son's fantastic at video games, uh, it makes things a whole lot easier as well. So, you know, with, um, <clears throat> Excuse me. We're killing some of the bosses. You could just leave him to get on with it, and I just spend all my time dodging. It was quite easy. Great, good, um, lovely. Let's um, go on. We've got a, we've got a lot to get through. Number nine, absolutely. Uh, number nine. It, I'd like to say it's a weird one. It is a weird one. It launched really weirdly. It, it came out on the Microsoft Store. It wasn't promoted at all by Xbox. It then kind of disappeared and then just popped up again a couple of weeks later in like a weird format. Um, but that is MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries. Um, not many of us played it. <laughs> I, I didn't play it. <laughs> I don't think Paul, Darren or Gareth played it, did you? No. Uh, no. Nope. No. no, sorry. So, so this could be a very swift... Um, <laughs> in, a, in a number nine, it's Met Warrior Five Mercenaries. Uh, Brilliant. Next, moving on. How did, this, how did this get in? Who put this in there? To be fair, it got four and a half out of five in, in review. Johan um, reviewed it. Wow. But like I say, it, it it arrived really strangely. It's kind of it just appeared. Nobody knew about it. I think it dropped into Game Pass as well, and that's that's kind of saying oh, yeah, something. Yeah, that yeah, none it. of us have played it. But it's in Game Pass. Hmm. So it just just kind of disappeared as soon as soon as it appeared as, as soon as it arrived. Sorry. My radar. I, yeah. I didn't really register it at all. As you say, it was a very soft launch for the sounds of it. Yeah. But it's there. It got the points. Some people have played it. 
Yeah. They obviously like it. Um, so, yeah. It always reminds me of those types of games. The PlayStation 2, like in 2002, there was always a load of those games. Mech or something. <laughs> I, I don't really know much about the franchise, yeah. but I'm guessing from MechWarrior 5, there's been a few of them before. Yeah. Maybe, maybe four of them before. Maybe four, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. But no, I, I really... I really couldn't tell you too much about well, it. Well, that's it. Well, that's number nine. Uh, very good. Um, let's get to number eight. Uh, number eight sees the return of Agent 47 in oh. Hitman 3. Um, I think a few of you have played this, have you not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll let you crack on them. Paul, do you want to start? We'll read it. No, you, you, we haven't heard much from you yet, Gareth. I've you been hosting. <laughs> This is my this is yeah, my time no, off you, now. You know, I just let you not talk. It's good. Um, <laughs> okay, um, I'll I'll carry on then. Hitman Three. I I played this for review again um, and really enjoyed it. One of the things that really stood out for me was uh, one of the missions was like an Agatha Christie um, murder mystery story where you could take on the, the part of a police detective and wander around the house and solve who killed who. And if you did it correctly, it was apparently possible to uh, make the the woman that was your target kill herself from despair. So uh, it was um, very deep. It was very good-looking game. Um, and, yeah, I really enjoyed playing it. It's it's the first Hitman I finished, which says well that something. does say something, yeah, doesn't it? It does. And it, I I think the the locations were amazing, and it yep. on the Series X it looked beautiful. It's always been a really beautiful looking game, isn't it? With mm-hmm. how they do crowds, but there's a couple of locations in there that Dubai is just looks. You go to this kind of launch party in Dubai that just looks amazing. One of the towers. And there's this kind of section, and like you said, in the English country manner, the detail in all the kind of rooms is, is kind of stunning. There's a great kind of fight on a train, if I remember. Um, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, shooting your way through. Yeah, yeah, it just takes, you know, and you can, it's typical Hitman where you can go and, you know, do it so many different times. You can replay those levels again and again and again and try completely different ways of doing it, whether you go in as a... Um, you do something around the long way, do poison. It's a really good game, actually. To I was sort of did my own way, and then I went and looked at guides. But you know, like you looked at guides normally just to get you through a game. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's great because you can look at a guide and you just find all these different, you know, ways of doing a level of finding yeah. the thing. And I think that's it's really good. It's really interesting. I mean, that's that's always been a good thing with Hitman. You know, you as you wander through, you get these, and they call them opportunities, don't they? Yeah. So you can then have, you know, it'll give you the steps that you need to do to to do things in a slightly different way. So, yeah, it was it was very good. It was very big. It was very enjoyable. And the nightclub scene. There's a nightclub scene in uh, Berlin or something, isn't it? Oh, that was awesome. That's you could amazing. almost taste the sweat, yeah. couldn't you? It's really good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. Dan, have you played it? Um, I haven't completed it, but I have played it. Uh, and I... I'm a big fan of what they've done with the World of Assassination trilogy. Mm. This is the last part, isn't it? Mm. I don't yeah. know if they're doing DLC for it or not. Um, I'm not sure, but... There was a load of DLC that came out um, in the Seven Deadly Sins stuff. Whether that brought new missions or not, I'm not sure. It definitely brought extra costumes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Because I'm, I've played it since back in the day, uh, the originals, and kind of tracked its 
evolution into what it is now and uh, yeah I, I just echo what you two said really I mean I love the set pieces and I love the puzzle and strategy element to how you take out your target and the various options and different roads you can go down I think it's a really really clever and well-designed game um, in terms of the settings it drops you into so I am a big fan but it's one that I need to go back and and finish for sure um that came out in january didn't it so it's quite one of the first ones of the year i think january 22nd around there i think it was one of the first um series x optimized games as well wasn't it yeah Ah. um yeah so there you go brilliant um neil next one please i thought you were gonna ask me if i played it. you not played it no No, there's there's a story in there so he's allergic (laughs) (laughs) i I haven't played any of the um assassination trilogy ones I don't know why I played. Was it Blood Money back in the Blood day? Money, yeah, yeah. yeah. Elmer three stick played that one, but yeah, never really got into these. Anyway, uh, what number are we at now? Seven, maybe. Seven. Yeah, seven. Seven. Resident Evil Village. Uh, another one that I haven't played. So again, I'll leave it to you free. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've not. I've not played it either. So yeah, I've played it. Darren, have you played it? Haven't you? Again, I have. I've not completed it now, which is I'm guilty of that quite a lot. But I'm fully aware of 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 kind of what happens and stuff because Ryan's played its completion. He loved it. Yeah, I think I think we've I think we've we've discussed this before in terms of the game of the year. For me, I really I really enjoyed what I played so far, and it and I think the atmosphere is brilliant, and there's some genuinely terrifying moments in it, and that's what you expect from Resident Evil. But I see it's quite similar to seven in some ways so for me it didn't when it was in the running for lots of game of the year categories and that's why i'm quite satisfied of where it's placed on our list it didn't feel as special as some of the other games that we released this year if that if that makes sense i thought it could almost have been a continuation of seven um in a lot of respects without going into story and stuff so i really enjoyed it i think it's a really really well-made game but there was just something missing for me that that would have put it at the top of my list. I think that's fair enough, Darren. I think the I think the problem with Resident Evil. Ha- I mean, first of all, it's visually it's it's stunning. And yeah, it is. Some, it's brilliant. And also, so some set pieces in there are, are absolutely brilliant. It kind of like it throws you really in. It just looks amazing. So, mm-hmm. and it's a really great game to play on the Series X. You know, to see that it's beautiful. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. frightening. I think all the Resident Evil games have this problem, especially the last few. They, they it's a, it's a third act problem. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the third act, it always it just doesn't. It's not as impressive as the first two. I think Resident Evil 7 was the same. You know, it was amazing that first kind of three quarters of it. And then it got a bit, you know, with fighting big globule monsters again. You know? I, I thought that after about half an hour with Resident Evil 7. Did you? And then I stopped. Yeah, I did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then never touched touch village yeah. at all. It's really interesting because what 4 managed to do, and 4 is one of my favourite games of all time, uh, I remember getting it for the GameCube and it was very first released before they ported it onto every console under the sun. Um, that reinvented the the franchise in such a way where it played with the format. It wasn't survival horror, it was more action-adventure. Um, but it, it just felt fresh, new, full of ideas. I think 8 borrows a lot from 7, and that's not to detract from how good it is as a game, but that's what I mean by it. It, it didn't feel special enough to go kind of right to the top of my, mm. my list. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really strong game, and I had a great time with it. it. I just, I really enjoyed. I mean, that came out in May. It was like I was, I was. It surprised me much more. I thought, oh yeah, this is great. It's, um, 
you know, in the, the things that we knew about with the tall vampire lady and, you know. Yeah. And, but there's some extra bits in that as well as some of the other people you meet that are just spectacular. Um, but, yeah, it, it, there's, there's something about it that doesn't quite work towards the end. But I think you're right. Maybe the main character isn't the main character makes me laugh because all he keeps saying is going, what's going on? What's happening? Yeah. It's like, yeah. you've been through this once before. Why are you so shocked? Um, yeah, so he's, yeah, it's good. It's really, really good. If you if you get a chance to get it now, definitely get it. If you haven't played it before. What's next? On the, on the num- we, number six, are we? Uh, if you say so, yeah, number six, we can go with that. Don't trust which me. is Hades. Oh. Oh, you say that like you've played it. I've played it. I've played it. Who else has played it? Darren, you played it? No, I've not played Hades. I, I played about five minutes of it, maybe ten minutes. Go, go, Neil, you um, start. Thought it looked really good. <laughs> like the idea, then got sidetracked by something else and haven't gone back to it. So I really couldn't say an awful lot about it. Did you review it for us, Paul? Or was that? Uh, no, it wasn't me. No, Dave reviewed it, Dave, and uh, he gave it a five out of five. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he gave it five out of five. I, I'm the same as you, I played it for quite a while, for a couple of hours, and then I said, I've got to go back to that, because we had to review other stuff. And I haven't gone back to it. It's on my, I haven't deleted it, which is a good sign. The, the problem is, it came out mid-August, and anything that comes out mid-August is going to struggle for people to keep going back to mm. because of the amount of games that came out September, October, November. Yeah. Do you not think? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's just there waiting for me to kind of. Yeah. 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 But it, I will definitely go back. And also because of the nature of the game and Paul would talk about it as well, it's, it's, uh, it's tricky because you're just learning all the time. So you're dying and learning, dying and learning. That's, that's probably part of the game to be fair. Yeah. And so you have to be, it would be a nightmare to go back now as well, I think, and I've got to get back into that rhythm of that, knowing how the game works. But it's really inventive how it, it makes you get better, in a sense, rather than some of those types of games. Where it's just like, it makes you, makes you get better as well? Well, it makes, doesn't make me get better, but it makes a normal player get better. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you loved it, didn't you? I did really like it, but I have to hold my hands up here and say I fell into the same trap as you two. Hmm. Um, I sat there playing it and playing it and loving it and got to the, and beat the first boss thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm on my way now. And then um, it's just, you know, game reviewers life, isn't it? More code came in. Neil was like, yeah, I can't be bothered to review this. Can you do it for me? Um, so I yeah, I, I end, <laughs> that never happens. Does it? Now? Um, I, uh, so I ended up, playing games for review and unfortunately i've not gone back to it but like you say it was stunning to look at the uh the combat was fantastic i mean even getting used to the different weapons you know because you could have a different loadout and you had to find the weapon that would suit your style and everything else it was just fantastic i do intend to go back to it at some stage but I think when I do, I'll probably just end up having to start all over again because, mm. you know, I've just lost all of the the knowledge that I had um, to enjoy it. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I really, really enjoyed what I played. I just need a few more hours in the day. In fact, can I change my wish for Christmas to that? <laughs> Forget world peace. I just want some more hours in the day, please. Oh. I've got well, this. Uh, 
You might be lucky uh, if we do get locked down again in a couple of weeks, but <laughs> <laughs> you, might get, you might get your wish. We can, yeah. we can see it coming, can't we? Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, I think it's a really interesting game, and I, I think I, I the problem I had this year I played Returnal on the PlayStation Five, so I was kind of like just sort of finishing up with that, and then straight into another kind of game when it was like learn and die, learn and die, and so I I, I needed a break, but I will go back. Yeah, it's um, very good. What well, what's next? What's number five? Uh, number five is one of my favourite taglines of the year, actually, and it's from Mr. Darren Edwards. I don't know if anybody knows him. Um, Never heard of him. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's it's the insane in the membrane of Psychonauts 2. So, Darren, take it away. Oh, Psychonauts 2. I, um, I was so excited for this was revealed, and before it released, I played the first one again in its entirety. Um, and it's just... It's just oozes creativity. I, I really, really enjoyed it. I, I, keep, I keep thinking it's an Xbox exclusive, but it's not because it came out on PlayStation 4 as well. But um, yeah, I just, for me, it was it was the sheer creativity around it. And it's like looking through one of those psychedelic kaleidoscopes whenever you play the game. There's just stuff happening, colours everywhere. It's brilliant. And like the, the, the story around it is is just, you can't help but smile when you play it, I think, from kind of ear to ear. Uh, there's loads to do as well there's loads to go and find and collect and it really gets you to explore the world um to which they put loads and loads of effort into making really diverse and varied and you go to psychonauts hq in this one so for fans of the first game it really expands on the world and and the kind of backstory there's a lot of callbacks to what happened in the past of a lot of the characters you met in the first game um and yeah i really really enjoyed it i nearly 100 percent today i went back and collected most things just got a few bits and bobs to get uh, but it's a game that i could easily replay in a few months from kind of start to finish and i thought it was brilliant absolutely loved it yeah um have you played you played it paul haven't you i played a bit of it um same kind of situation with hades unfortunately um i actually played this on the you know the remote play thing um mm. the whatever the cloud gaming um, so I took a controller into work and hooked it up to my laptop at lunchtime and played it through that. Um, so yeah, it was it was very good. It's like Darren says, it looks fantastic. It's so colourful and bright and imaginative. I mean, the only bit that I really played was like I, I did the whole of the first bit, and then just to where you get to the HQ. Um, but the whole kind of teeth related first level was fantastic. I've really enjoyed what I've played a bit, and again, it's on my list to go back to and finish off. Absolutely. And Neil, have you played this? Um, you're going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> the original Psychonauts is one of my favourite games ever, um, and I wasn't overly hyped about this one, not especially not like Darren was, um, but I wanted to play it. And then I think a reward came up um on the xbox rewards things you know when you have to play a game and get an achievement in it and it yeah, gives you like yeah. it gives you 10 points <laughs> the equivalent of about a penny um and it was to play it and get an achievement in psychonauts 2 so i played about five minutes skipped all the cutscenes, oh wait until the achievement peaked. oh, oh no press, no. press the nexus button Took it, took my reward and switched it off and gone back. Um, 
but I really, really want to play it. I could hear, I could hear Darren's heart breaking. I know, I know. <laughs> that is, oh, that is I've ruined your Christmas, oh, haven't I, Darren? Yeah, I know it. You're dead to him now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As Paul said, like the the first the first level is also kind of to do dental themed, but when you when you face off against some of the boss characters and some of the places you go because you go into the minds of other characters don't you in psychonauts and it's their interpretation and their kind of mental state which you're kind of fighting your way through um it's it's brilliant like there's no two levels the same and it allows itself to just be really really creative a little bit like doctor who does in the sense that it can go anywhere and do anything it there's kind of no no holds barred so i really would implore you to go back and play it because it's brilliant yeah okay definitely i echo everything yeah good number four please neil uh this one is all in in your hands gareth this is disco elysium ah yeah disco elysium um um have you two anyone else played this negative negative right no i have not unfortunately on a really brief thing this is a hard one Disco Elysium, because it came out on the xbox and the playstation in jan i think and the xbox later on but it came out it's been out for a while isn't it i think it came out in 2019 it won all the awards i on pc i went to res for the xbox hub in 2018 i think Um, yeah i think it was yeah yeah and i saw a couple of games and one of these games was this and I remember sitting down with the developers in this kind of like packed room, you know, of just loads of other small indies. And then, I mean, playing it for like 15 minutes. And I just went to them, this is amazing. And I, I want to spend more time here. Like, it's so weird just to play this for 15 minutes. It's, and they were like, yeah, yeah, we're just trying some stuff out. And I said, will it come to console? And I said, maybe we're trying for Steam first. And then, you know, it won everything. And now it's, it's, it's come to console. It's, it's so hard to describe what it is. You're a sort of detective um, stuck in a hotel that you could be dead. You wake up, you're hungover, you can't remember what the night's happened, and then you, then you, there's been a dead body <laughs> hanging outside the hotel for a week that you haven't investigated, and you, that's what you're meant to be doing. Paul's uh, life in the next two weeks. Oh, yeah. I, I, just, <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking that sounds like the last time I went to Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the writing is unbelievable. I mean, I, I, there's rumours of it being like a million words of dialogue because there's so many different options. So it's like a point-and-clicker in a sense, but it's so much more than that. So you know that like a point-and-clicker, you might have three options of dialogue on a line. This one, you might have eight options of dialogue but then you might choose one which might branch out to five different extra branches of brother. So it can take, you can play this game so many, many different ways. And it really feels like you're in completely in this world. And with the console versions and the PC update, it's all voice acted well. And the voice acting is amazing. <laughs> and uh, so you're, you're completely in this kind of world of just, you know, normally when you're doing this, sometimes you're just forwarding, clicking the the writing or the, the voice stuttage to get to the next bit because you're a bit frustrated but this you're completely listening to every word that's the highlight of the game and visually it just looks this world in this kind of watercolored weird kind of like dystopian village not a village and city that you're kind of wandering around with its own political rules and systems it's amazing and it's huge it's, it's like a 30 to 60 hour game depending on what you do it so um if you want something completely different unusual you should definitely give that a go it's amazing how long is the game if you uh, skip all the cutscenes 
<laughs> How long to get your first achievement? Yeah, <laughs> I'm there. He's there. Uh, no, um, yeah, it's a really good choice. I mean, I think the only reason it's not high is it's been out. I don't think many people have played it. To be honest with you, I really don't on console. I think you gave it a five out of five, didn't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, some 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 definite five. Yeah, I gave two fives this year. I think. You can't give the same game two fives. It's <laughs> <laughs> a ten out of five game. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, no, it's a five. Definitely a five. It's great. Really good. But I don't think a lot of people have played it. I don't know how well it's done. I'd be interested to find out. I'd be interested. I would think more people would have played it when it released on PC. Yeah. Um, I know this came as the final cut edition, didn't it? Or yeah. Final cut version, yeah, or right. whatever it was called. Um, and I'm guessing that added some bits and pieces in, but is it enough, apart from the hardcore fans, is it enough for them to play it again if they've played it on PC and come across this weird one, isn't it? Yeah. But it didn't go into Game Pass or anything, did it? I don't think. No, no, not yet. No. Not yet. Might be another one for that, really. Yeah, I think it might be. Good. Number yeah. four. Uh, that was number four. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Getting number the hang three. of these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's counting backwards. And getting, getting isn't he? Uh, number three is a game. It was a game that um, made us change our deadlines for the game of the year list. Actually, normally we'd like to, you know, get a feel for what is going to be the game for the game of the year. Early December, kind of tenth of December, something around that. But on the eighth of December, a game released called Halo Infinite. Um, and so we kind of had to include it, didn't we? And it got yeah. it, it got to third place. Um, again, I haven't played it. Paul's not played it. Gareth and Darren? I've played it, yeah, and Darren's played it. I have completed it now, yeah. yeah, yeah Darren, you, you star it. You tell us all about it. Um, so I, I've got to put all my full thoughts down and stuff um, and, and write up the review, but I... I enjoyed it, but it wasn't what I was expecting. So for me, and this is going to sound overly negative, the story um, really was really lacklustre for me. So having <sighs> having been a long time Uh-oh. Halo Uh-oh. fan for a long, so maybe one for you now, uh, for for a long, long time. Can um, shoot things? Yeah, <laughs> no, you, you you can. Yeah, you can. Um, but I've played Halo since it was released on the original Xbox um, and for me the sense of scale and epicness was told through, not through cutscenes and stuff or the overused cutscenes but gameplay and set pieces and how you navigate through the world and the, the various different worlds you find yourself in in Infinite the open world prospect works and doesn't work in some ways at the same time so it's quite a large map. It's, it's there's, there's things to do, there's side things to do apart from the main story, uh, and it's all kind of labelled clearly, and you can find your way around pretty easily. But a lot of it is empty space, and it looks brilliant. And clearly, the extra time they used on the development has paid dividends in that respect, because we all remember Craig the Brute from last year. <laughs> but I do. Yeah, I do struggle with it because it, you're either on the ring, which looks like the second level from the original game, grassy, 
uh, verges and trees, or you're in a floor in a facility, which is grey walls, um, and that's it. There's no there's no other settings for the levels apart from the very beginning, which are like the pre-game level, also like the intros, if you like. And the, the story, I won't spoil it, but it's quite open-ended as well. So there's clearly going to be more coming, but it it, it, it concerns the Banished, who were the main uh, enemies in Halo Wars 2, I believe, um, and kind of expands on them a bit more. But I just didn't feel it. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling the the scale and epicness that you've had with the previous games. Um, in terms of how to play, it's brilliant. Like The gameplay is really, really good. Um, the grapple is a bit of a master stroke, which is the Master Chief's new kind of um, gadget, if you like, which helps you zip around and attach yourself to flying vehicles and take out the pilots and whatnot. So it plays well, it looks good, and it sounds brilliant. Like the soundtrack is amazing, and you've got callbacks from all the other games within the soundtrack. So for fans, you go, oh, I remember that from Halo 2, I remember that mission from whatever. So that's all brilliant. Um, but yeah, I think for me, the story was just a little bit of a letdown. And I don't like Brutes. I haven't liked them since Halo 2, so it was, it was a poor choice. <laughs> it was a poor choice of, of enemy for me. I wasn't going to get on with it. Um, I wasn't going to get on with it from the beginning, I don't think. I don't know what your thoughts are, Gareth, but that's my ramblings about it. No, I think it's good. I mean, I've never been as invested in the Halo world. I've played them all um, as other people. You know, I've always had a good time with Halo, and that's been it so i i've come in not expecting this kind of like masterpiece so it just it feels very familiar yeah kind of like oh i know what i'm doing here oh yeah the little little guys are running around screaming um and there's nothing there and the story was why i'm really enjoying it i'm enjoying the he's he's, he's snapping around there i can hear people snaffling around not me. Is it Neil? Neil, stop it. It's not me. <laughs> Paul. It's not me. Oh, dear. Someone's at it. Um, it's a ghost. It's a ghost, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm saying, I think it's it's good. It's good. It's, it, it does, it's good. It plays well, but it's not, it's not going to, I didn't expect it to blow me away What that, in that sense. I, I mean, I get completely lost. What, I don't even know what the rings are, really. I don't know what the, it's like mad, <laughs> the sci-fi element of it, but it's, I thought, you know, when we five was really not so great, but I had a lot of fun with it. So yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. It's really good. It deserves to be up there, it's, I think. And the multiplayer is is people having a lot of fun with that as well. So that's great. Yeah, it it, it definitely it is a good game. And it's a good game to play. Um, I think you're right with five. That really split opinion. And there's story strands that continue from five, but it came out like five years ago. So you can, at the beginning, you can be thinking, oh yeah, what happened to so-and-so? Where did we get up to? And so it's trying to continue storylines from five and also break new ground. So I think it's a little bit conflicted in terms of the story it's trying to tell for me personally. Mm. And it, it doesn't, it looks good. It doesn't look amazing. It looks very good. You can see it's a. You can see it's a cross gen. game. Are they being held back? Is that what you're saying? I think so. A little bit. It looks good. It looks really, really good. But it isn't a this gen game. I think what I what I enjoy most about how it looks is you can 
pretty much you can see for, for miles in the terrain and you can go there. Uh, and when you get to a really high point and look around, I think there are some vistas that look mm. really, really impressive, certainly for, for a Halo game. Mm. I take your point about the, the kind of current gen stuff, um, but I think I've never known a, a world to look so good in a Halo game. So I'm glad that they did take the extra time mm. to, to make that a reality. Yeah. But good, I'm still getting through it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, I've gone down to easy level, though. Oh, yeah. yeah, just for the time. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe because it didn't start. I, I can't believe it didn't start. Oh, oh that's what I was going to say. I don't like the boss battles in it though. So I don't know what you think of them, Gareth. It's great. It's great. Kind of... It's great on easy level. Oh, I played on forever. Say <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, you get certain powerful enemies with health bars and stuff, and yeah, it feels like a bit of a grind at times. They tried it in Halo Two a bit and then they had it in five um i don't know i just don't think it needs it yeah, yeah. there you go number three and how how about the multiplayer oh yeah is the that, multiplayer is brilliant is, is, is that completely standalone it is isn't it in terms of from the campaign yeah 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 it's yeah it is it's, yeah. it's completely different download as well is that right it, well, they, they pre-released it, yeah. So you downloaded it separately, yeah. um, and then you downloaded the campaign afterwards. Um, whether they'll bundle them together or not, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, they're both on Game Pass. The most is brilliant, I think. Uh, it's it's just really really fun online FPS. But obviously, there's all the controversy around the Battle Pass because they're oh, charging yeah. ten fifteen pounds for a new helmet or whatever it is, yeah. and you're thinking mm, it just. It seems a bit on the nose. It seems a little bit cheeky. And also, to uh, I know they're looking at improving it, but to earn your XP to level up, you have to do daily and weekly challenges. Um, so regardless of how well you perform, if you've killed 20 people and only died once, you get no extra experience for that. So it's a bit of a grind to, to level up. Okay. So if you were picking one, multiplayer or campaign, if you wanted just... To play Halo, which would you go with? I mean, for me, the the campaign is enjoyable and it's and it's fun to play, but the multiplayer is the more rounded option. Um, okay. uh, I think once they iron out the, the battle pass bits and bobs, I think it's the strongest Halo multiplayer probably since two or three. Whereas I don't think it's the strongest campaign since two or three. I remember waiting for Halo 2 to drop through the letterbox, sitting there, waiting for the postman on launch day. Enjoyed that. That was good. <laughs> you never played it, Back. but you just read. <laughs> yeah, I never played it. There were no achievements on the original Xbox sale. Never broke the seal. Yeah, never broke the seal. straight on eBay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, number two. What have we got? Uh, number two is It Takes Two. Oh, yes. oh I see what um, you did there. Yeah, yeah. Very, well, I, I didn't do it. It just came, came out that way, didn't it? It's, it's Sorry. I see what the, uh, what the voters yeah. did. Yeah, It Takes Two, um, which is probably the best, definitely the best co-op game for a good couple of years, probably since Overcooked, I would think. Um, anyone played it? Yeah, I think we've all played it, haven't we? 
uh, no, I when it released on Game Pass, um, I did organise with a certain editor of the website that we would play through <laughs> together. But you know, that's never happened. Tonight. What website is that? <laughs> <laughs> It's this little one called the xboxhub.com. I don't know if you've oh, heard okay, of it. Okay. I'll, I'll give them a shout and maybe one day. Yeah, if you could. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I'm probably the only person in the world who's never played it because I have no friends. So, Neil, have you played it? Um, yes, I've played it again. <laughs> yeah, he's played it, yeah. I've, I've played it. I've played it with over half. Yeah. And um, she didn't play a lot of games. She plays just dance. Um, and she does the singing games, and oh, I yeah. said, "We're playing this." Oh, okay. <laughs> After a couple of hours of a bit of shouting, uh, we never went back to it again. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she never spoke to me again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and actually, I was, just, I was talking to her the other night about this. Actually. After I put the the list together, I said, "Oh, what's at number two? It takes two. She just looked at me. What? We haven't played that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. Um, but no, so we've done, I've done a couple of levels um, and it, it's really, really good. It looks amazing. I attended a uh, a pre-release press event for it where Joseph Farris, the guy behind that and uh, Brothers and what's the other one he did? Uh, oh, um, no Way Out. A Way Out. A Way Out. No, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, where he, he just talked and talked and talked and talked for about two hours and he's like a really engaging guy and he's really passionate about his games and you could tell from this presentation it was going to be brilliant um it's found a second spot in our list so a lot of people obviously think it is brilliant um but yeah i want to go back and and finish it off and if i if i don't do it there with Gemma, paul just give me a shout and i'll be there for you (laughs) <laughs> oh, you're a comedian you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's 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 a superb game i mean it's one of those games that you you finish and you go how did it start i can't remember the beginning because what it does it just tries so many different things every level is a different way of playing and he I, said I was just going to say that he he emphasized that a lot yeah. in the presentation and he said you're going to be seeing little easter eggs from loads of different types of games and there's like plants versus zombies and stuff like that in yeah. there yeah. um yeah. and he said every level works brilliantly but everyone is completely different with different mechanics yeah etc etc yeah yeah sorry yeah carry no on. that's it that's it i mean it's and you're going through this kind of like world then you one minute you're doing like plants versus zombie you're doing a shooting moment you're doing a, a racing thing you're doing an on rails jump swinging through things adventure and then you've got these little lovely mini games that you can play um, that you find and you play against each other like doing a I don't know like a like a football game or something where you quickly for a moment or you have to kind of like it's, I mean it's that's the thing now I can't remember any of it it was so much of it it was so many different things every two minutes you were trying something else but I just remember playing it and just going this is just mad this is just, this is kind of amazingly creative it's unlike any other thing I've played he knows how to make a game, doesn't he? He does. He certainly knows yeah. how to make a game. He, he really does. I mean, I, I would say that that was something I thought was special when I played it mm-hmm. because it was so unassuming and it wasn't like big and bold and, you know, loads of explosions and big space battles or whatever. It was a really humble, beautifully told story. 
um, you know, around two parents and, and, and the little girl. Um, and they were, you know, arguing and the relationship is kind of a little bit rocky at the beginning. And it goes from there. And it had me laughing and like almost crying at one point. Like, mm. It was just brilliant. And as you say, it was like a greatest hits of loads of games in, in the in the mechanics it employed. And you just never knew what was coming next. And is it Dr. Hakeem, the the the, the, yeah, the yeah, sin yeah. singing book? Yeah. He's just fantastic, like absolutely brilliant. So I um yeah, I, I echo what you said, Gareth. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And it's on Game Pass now, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah. Because we played me, me and Ryan played it on, on the PlayStation when it first released because he got it straight away, but it's yeah, it's on Game Pass now. But also if you and also we were playing this when we said this said you could just take the cutscenes, the story, and the actors, the whole thing. You go, you just make a movie out of that. Yeah, Pixar should oh, yeah. just it's, take it's, it and make it. It is. Yeah, it's very Pixar. Yeah, yeah it's I, really I, good. I loved it. Brilliant. Right, let's go to number one. Okay, um, so so numbers two down to six were pretty pretty close in the old scoring. Um, they they could have all been jumbled up, and we would have been quite happy with that. Um, the game that's taken number one, I think probably everybody can guess, it's way out ahead of everything else. That's the one. It's Blood Rain. So, <laughs> Paul, Paul, if you'd like to talk us through Blood Rain Fresh Bites, Blood Rain 2 Remastered, and Blood Rain 1. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not Blood Rain. Uh, Blood Rain didn't get in our top so 50, surprising. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, which is a shame. Um, but it's a little game that a lot of places have dismissed and, and some places didn't even have it in their game awards or something. I don't know what they were talking about. Travesty. Travesty. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, a racing game. Not everybody likes racing games. Uh, it's called Forza Horizon 5 and I believe Paul reviewed it for us. I did review it for us. In fact, while I was in the process of reviewing it, I was... I was quizzed thoroughly on this very podcast by uh, Gareth asking me questions about it. Um, it's it's just a stunning game. The, from the opening sequence all the way through, um, the, the scenery, the racing, the cars, everything about it. In fact, just before I came on the podcast, I was just doing the, uh, the weekly challenges again. So... Um, it's it's just the all-round package, and the fact that the Game Awards snubbed it for Game of the Year, I find absolutely disgraceful, for want of a better word. I'll get off my soapbox now, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just the best racing game I've ever played, and I do like a racing game. I've played all of the Forzas, apart from the very first Forza Motorsport because I didn't have an Xbox Um, and it is head and shoulders above all the rest it just looks brilliant it plays fantastically and you know you can't say any better than that it was a five out of five game I actually emailed Neil to ask him if I could give it more than five out of five to which he replied no Um, he's a cruel man he is a cruel man I tell you Um, but yeah it's just perfect Good. That sounds up. Dan, you agree? Uh, I do. And again, like I, I need it's a game I need to spend more time with um, because I played, I put hundreds of hours into Forza Horizon 4 and then when I finally got around to installing this and, and, and booting it up, as you say, Paul, the intro 
is mind blowing. <laughs> like what they've done with it. I thought, I thought, how are they going to expand on four? How are they going to improve four? You know, it only came out in 2018 or whatever it was, but it just looks phenomenal. I'm just a little bit terrified about how many hours I'm going to end up putting into it all over again. Um, but I agree with you, Paul. I think it should have been on that on that game of the year shortlist. God knows why not. Absolutely. I think as a technical showcase of what an Xbox can do, this is you know, pretty much as good as it gets. Great. Neil, are you agreeing with this? You've played this game. <laughs> I, I, I've played a little bit of Forza. This is the reason I haven't played It Takes Two with Paul because pretty much every evening for the last, what, three weeks, four weeks maybe, we've just been sitting there going through the uh, weekly challenges and and racing the AI and racing other people. Um, but yeah, I love... I, Paul says he's played every Forza. I, I think I've probably played every racing game that's ever released on Xbox, give or take a couple. Um, I've played Forzas, I've played Project Gotham's, I've played the F1 games, the WRC games, all of them. I loved Forza Horizon 2. That's possibly my favourite. Forza Horizon 4 was brilliant, apart from the loading screens, which were a pain in the arse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forza Horizon 5 is the perfect game, I think. There we go. I, don't, I, don't, I can't see anything. There, there's some little tiny bits, like um, they, they've got the accolade system, which is, in itself is brilliant. It, it gives you something to chase constantly. Um, I'd like to be able to pick an accolade and for it to just take me straight to it, in, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, instead of have to think, oh, yeah, I need to do this, then go back to the map screen and, and find my way there. Um, but other than that, I, and, and there's obviously the odd multiplayer issue. There's the odd online server Yeah, that, that would be my only but, fault. I think the, the thing that carries on from the thing is in the multiplayer, it feels like the game has advanced, but the multiplayer stayed where it was. And I, the one thing I don't like is when you're stuck in a race and it could go on for bloody days. And you've you, you, you've realised you've picked the wrong car, and you can't change that car. Yeah, so but you're that's stuck. just you being stupid. No, but I think loads of people. We've all had that. But it isn't. But it isn't. It is. That's something they could they could do to make. Because then you're just bored. Because then you when you've done it, especially if you're doing that, and then you're on it for an hour in the, the same thing. You're like, oh Jesus. So, to to be send... fair, to be fair though. Um, some of the races and some of the events in Forza Horizon 4 did go on a long time. But mm-hmm. I'm pretty sh- pretty sure they're a lot shorter this time around, aren't they? It- it's maybe 15 minutes or so for, no. for a kind of the were, championship we, to go. No, we, yeah, we, the big ones be we, like 15, 20 minutes. We were playing for about yeah. 45 minutes. I was stuck in a blue bloody Renault Clear or something. Was it slow? Stop picking the blue cars, Gareth. I told you this. (laughs) What we're going to do, Gareth, is we'll send Playground an email and say, can we have a button that says, are you sure, Gareth? Or a little prompt that comes up on the screen saying, are you sure, Gareth? It's a bit blue. I don't know why. I I was in front of Paul. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) The thing thing is, though, it's also picked up massively in the last couple of weeks. They've thrown out some hot fixes have really made it a lot better as well. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I really don't know what else they can do with it. Um, it's is, that good. It's that good. 
Good. That's that's it then. That's our that's our top that's top eleven or top ten was was a double of ten. Um, anything that you just really briefly we've missed out something each one of you. Now the problem is because we've not all we've all we're all busy reviewing games. We've not all reviewed the same games, so there might be ones that you reviewed and but no one else has played. Is there one of those, uh, Darren? Um, to be honest, I. I don't know if it falls more into the indie category, um, but I reviewed a game a few months ago called Echo Generation, um, which was which was brilliant. And I don't think it's had the attention that it deserves. Um, but it was like a quite a straightforward RPG uh, with turn-based battles, all set in kind of a Stranger Things universe. Um, kind of captures the essence of being teenagers cycling around in America, kind of going on adventures and stuff. Uh, it was really, really good. So I would I would recommend you check that out if you get the time. We'll do. We'll do. Um, Paul? Um, the game that didn't get the recognition that it deserves for me was Outriders, mm. especially now that they've released um, some fixes and they've released a new sort of package of expeditions at the end of the game and stuff i've just been going back to that over the last couple of weeks and it picked up massively and it's very good now so yeah if you're looking for something shooty to play then outriders um neil have you got one the problem with outriders though didn't it release in in that time again that august september october it did yeah i think it did yeah april april April, can I know it released yeah. in April? Was it? Yeah, yeah. I knew oh, it was a while really? back. Yeah. Oh, because I did a Neil and went and played it for a bit and then never went back to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm only well, to try it again <laughs> now. It's very good. Is it? And I'll yeah. I'll have to jump on and you can guide me through, Paul. I'll 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 hold your hand, Daz, don't you worry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, Neil, have you got one? Can I have a few? No, you can have one. We haven't got time. One. <laughs> oh, we got, we got plenty. No, we haven't got time. We've got <laughs> loads to do. In the world. Okay. Um, if you haven't played F1 2021, yeah. you've got to play that because that's the oh, best yeah. F1 game you can play. Um, I'm still here. I'm still going. <laughs> Jurassic World Evolution 2 yeah. um, is better than Jurassic World Evolution 1, and I love that game. So that's really good as well. Yeah. And... My third one, because I'm having free. I don't care how long we're here for. Um, and I might time to talk a little bit slowly. <laughs> um, it's Oddworld Soulstorm. Oh, that's um, a good shout. Just because I'm a massive fan of, of Oddworld and what the inhabitants have done. And and this is proper Abe's puzzling. And it, it's it's really good. But again, it's a game that people probably played when it released on PC and PS4. Um, back in the early, early months of the year, yeah, um, it's been enhanced a bit. It's come out on Xbox. Play it now, brilliant. I think I've only got one, and it's my other five, which is Life is Strange: True Colors, which is done, which oh, is brilliant. Yes, that course. was really good, and I yeah. don't think many people have played it. None of us have played it apart from me. And it's is that, really is that good because people are tired of Life is Strange. Yeah, I think, and it would be a shame because it's it's like it's a different story. It's brilliantly done. Um, and it looks beautiful. It's a, yeah, it's really good. I was very shocked by it when I played it. I was a bit like, oh, I'm reviewing it. I think I was the only one who went up for it. I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. 
And then it was very surprised. It's, it's great. got story, isn't it? It's got story. It's got story. Um, yeah, we don't want any story. It's good. It nearly won. It should. Have, it was up for a lot of rewards. It should have won narrative, definitely. Yeah. Okay, you lot. Now, if we need to find you, where can we get you, Darren? Where can we get hold of you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at twenty seven Darren. Good. And Paul, where can we find you? Uh, on Twitter, my handle is at Xbox Hub Paul. Good. And Neil, where can we find you? Uh, I, I went on Twitter the other day and I had a load of people mentioning me uh, from kind of back in May so this is the first time I've seen it so, so sorry, to those, sorry to those people so don't contact me on Twitter because I won't look at it okay. um, and also please feel free to um, add me Neil363 on your Xbox but don't send me a message because I don't look at them on there either lots of people do that and then they keep messaging me saying why aren't you replying why aren't you replying I don't look at the messages have you got a I need one of those yeah send me a pigeon wow okay but, but yeah otherwise Instagram Neil363 okay brilliant you can find me in TV Briley on Twitter and Twitch but for now um, we'll see you very soon bye bye goodbye bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook. 